0: To the sixth episode of the Andy Campbell Championship show only on I'm your co-host Sai and I'm joined by uh, an ex Premier League and Championship striker played for Cardiff City and Middlesbrough among others the legend that is Mr Andy Campbell. Welcome Andy. Great. Hello mate.
1: My pleasure Sai as
0: always. Yeah, so uh, so today's going to be slightly different because there was no uh, championship fixtures over the weekend so no, uh, we'll strange. Go yeah, it's, it's international breaks, mate. I'm not a fan, I've got to be
1: honest. No, I don't like them.
0: I agree. don't like them. I wish they'd do them, I don't, know, I don't know when, at the end of the season. I agree. So we'd
1: have to care about them, we'd have to watch them, we'd have to get involved in them and it didn't have an effect on, uh, on the good and the 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 good and the bad, you know what I mean? The the, the teams who, were, who needed a rest are probably benefiting, but the teams who, who were doing well, we want to see week and week out, they're the ones that we... Oh, who, uh, who the one-on-ones are the one—the ones who struggle, really, which is a uh, the disappointing part.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you look at Cardiff card, if like they got a load of injuries, they're not in the greatest form. Mm.
1: So it's kind of
0: a really good point for them. And then you got yeah, like perfect. teams Charlton and Luton who've come up—they don't yeah. want to break now. No, no, they don't. Well,
1: things are is, and and their, and their lads, their lads, probably no disrespect to those teams that like you just mentioned, their, their lads are going away with international teams as well, so the they're going to be training, they're going to have a bit of time off and it's, it's, it's bad for them. You know, it's, 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 it's a funny one because I know years ago at, at times you used to, uh, if you had more than three internationals in your side, you used to be able to cancel your fixture. If not, you still played the, the game. So maybe they could still play a couple of games and and, uh, and teams can keep this run going a little bit maybe.
0: Yeah, because uh, it wasn't too long ago that the championship games used to still play, didn't they? Day. Like yeah, used, I,
1: I'm sure it used to be three. Used to be three, at least three players, or, or it was up to you if you wanted to cancel it. If you, had a, if you had a big squad and you wanted to keep momentum and you wanted to wanted to keep things going, then you, you play the fixture and you, and, you, and you carry on because you know what I mean. It's it's you've got you still got to cram the same games into into a small small space at time. So you. You still got to play the games, and you know what I mean. You, you're wasting a Saturday. You know what I mean. You're obviously wasting a Wednesday and another Wednesday. So it's 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 a good two weeks for a for a, for a full fixture. It's not just a week. You're not missing a week. You're missing full two weeks.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, if you look at like Luton in particular, they um they need to pick up as many points. Well, Charlton as well. They need they want to get as many points as they can as quick as they can. Um, yeah, I agree. So for them to start like they have, they don't want this break. They need to oh. keep playing, they need to keep their momentum oh. but this such is the way I suppose, and I guess yeah. like these days in the championship, a lot of teams have got you know there's internationals in most of them isn't there there's it's not uh you know maybe ten years ago there was like one or two like yeah. these days you know, I
1: think in the championship as well
0: side so, you know what I mean the
1: championship's got a lot more competitive because the Premier League's taken over full foreigners that. You know what I mean? Republic of Ireland, Wales, um, Northern Ireland. You know what I mean? They're full of Championship and League One players. You know what I mean? Especially the, the, the Irish sides. Uh, yeah. And it's uh, and it's you know what I mean. So it probably is fair on uh, the, the league to cancel, but it's just it's a shame because we want to watch regular football and you know what I mean. Yeah. Just getting into it, really. The season's just it's getting going, and then all of a sudden you you're having a two week two week break, and it's. Uh, it's just lose. You just lose that buzz a little bit because you just want to. You just want to carry on and watch watch the football continuing because we had some cracking games before the break and and hopefully in the national break doesn't. We don't have a bit of a
0: damn squid come next Saturday. Yeah, it's a weird one because really, it's not like I don't know. It's like weirdly placed. Hmm. I kind of think like if they did it at like maybe end of November, start of December, teams would probably welcome it then yeah. to have bit of a break before it's you know bit of a break from the, the Wednesday Saturday Wednesday Saturday training every day oh. and have that like two week where it's a bit bit lighter before the yeah. Christmas period but like yeah. now it's like you're four five six games in it's like you say just only just getting started yeah it doesn't make sense to me
1: but you know what I mean I could have done it six games ago I could have done it as a before the start of the season, players players are machines anyway. Now they can they can afford, they, they can use it as a pre season game. They can you know what I mean, and it's or like you say, you leave it till a little bit later. It's um it just just the, the timing seems a bit a bit strange because then you look at the other thing as well. You're looking at injuries and you know what I mean and things like that because you know what I mean there's nothing worse than a player going on international duty and coming back injured and not being able to yeah. to play next Saturday because there's nothing there's nothing worse and that and that's the big teams as well and it's just it's such a it's such a it's such a, a grey area for me because it's either club football and national football. You know what I mean. I'm a very passionate, passionate Englishman. I played for my country before myself, and it's and it's it's such it's such a, a privileged thing to do. But at the minute, it just seems like it, the international team. You know what I mean? Is is, is takes takes a back seat So you know what I mean. And the, the clubs take over. So yeah. you know what I mean. If the clubs are taking over. Then you know what I mean. theres not there doesn't seem much desire uh, to be involved or, or to go and watch the national team
0: anymore. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, so today it's gone from the Andy Campbell Championship show to uh, the Andy Campbell football show, I suppose. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we're will we going to discuss the, the Home Nation's results from the past week, latest sort of news, rumours going around, and, uh, of course, Andy will answer some questions. We probably won't end up going as, as long as normal, so it'll be slightly short a slightly shorter show. Uh, so we'll just get the the plugs and the sponsorship out of the way. Um, All our shows and series are available in video format at youtube.com slash acepodcastnation and you can get audio versions of every show at the usual podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio and many, many more. Too many to list, but I'll put the links in the description on the YouTube video. You can also find them at the website, which is www.pod.co slash ace-cast-nation. Uh, <coughs> excuse me and uh, today's show is brought to you by Away Day Apparel Away Day Apparel is a group of casually obsessed football fans looking to bring something different to the wardrobes of like minded people with football music and weekend carnage high on the agenda they're edgy, controversial but most importantly current from t-shirts polos, shorts to hoodies Jackets and accessories, stick with them, and they aim to bring you terrace wear that will turn heads and provide the cutting edge look that we all crave. Keep an eye on them, and they'll keep an eye on you. Good gear, good prices, big fan I am, as I say every week. So, let's start in games. So, obviously, there was uh, the two Irish sides played Thursday night. Uh, Republic of Ireland drew with Switzerland. Oh, yeah. uh, it's a late late uh, late equalizer, but and scored by David McGoldrick as all. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a good result, idea, Even though it was a home game and they wanted to be looking to win.
1: Switzerland is a Switzerland is a tough side and I think I think and I think at the minute with the with the amount of Swiss players who are in who are in British football at the minute, I think uh, it makes it even harder, it makes it tougher because they know the games, you know what I mean. They know the games inside out, you know what I mean. It was a British lad who scored, who scored the goal, the centre half, and um, and to be fair, it's 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 tough for the Republic of Ireland because they haven't got the um, the players of of, of their past. They haven't got the Robbie Keynes, they haven't got the Damien Duff's and, and the Roy Keynes alike, and it's uh, and the Shea Givens. and you know what I mean. The 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 focus is on lesser players. I know that sounds a little bit disrespectful, but that's just the way of the world at the minute, and um, and they're going through a little bit of a transition, and they've just got to get used to it and. And hope that um and they can, they can do like like what Wales did um, last, the the summer of the year and 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 achieve a, a major tournament because uh, that's the holy grail and that's what that's what the country wants them to do but it's just going to be a tough ask because the pools which which the country get into and and put into at the minute is just is just ridiculous and you know what I mean the the toughness to get out of groups you know what I mean I look at the England group and. Uh, you know, what I mean, it's just a walk in the park for them because yeah. you know, what I mean, the, the seeded uh, top seed, and you know, what I mean, and it's just—it doesn't seem fair for the other nations, in my in my opinion. But you know, what I mean, when you when you when you're up there, like that, like the Belgians, and and you, and you can just you can just more or less pick your own teams,
0: if you want, if you want to play because it's just it's, just, it's so easy for the minute to qualify. Well, so yeah, you're right, and this has always been a gripe of mine for Wales is that they've always got this. Hard group where, with difficult places to go. Yeah. Um. So Ireland, the top of their group, Switzerland are on eight in third with a game in hand, um, yeah. which would obviously take them um, sort of joint top. Um, but like they got Denmark, Switzerland, Georgia, and Gibraltar. Oh. So like those that sort of top three is strong. So, yeah, you know, it's a tough group because only two, I think, go through or sometimes I think it might be one and then the second qualifies for the playoff. Yeah. It's a tough group. And there's no, I think even the, the whipping boys of yesteryear, um, like your Luxembourg's and your San Marinos and Azerbaijans, and they are better than what they were 10 years ago. Yeah, um, 100%. You know, they yeah. some of them can play a bit of football, but, you know, by all accounts, the likes of Ireland and Wales, you know, they should be beating those teams comfortably. Um, yeah. well, Wales always seem to struggle with the kind of supposed lesser teams mind. But, you know, Ireland put themselves in a good position. Um, they're giving
1: themselves a chance. I know I know Switzerland have got a game in hand in the group We still put them level on points and obviously Denmark have got some, on paper, they've got a really good side but they're flat to deceive. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like quite a lot of European sides do and it's... Um, you know, I mean, they've, they've given themselves a good opportunity because if they if they if they don't finish top in the group and they can finish second, they'll give themselves an opportunity to go into the uh, the playoff. And and obviously, it depends who they're going to get um, they're going to get there. And it's so, it's obviously it's a two legged affair, and it, and it and it's you're playing against sides who um, who are in the same boat. So you you could get a lucky a lucky draw, and and uh, I hope I, I you know I, I do I really do hope that as many teams can get through. you know I know Scotland. Uh, are obviously out with what's happening tonight. They're getting obviously uh, beaten heavily tonight, um, and Northern Ireland could qualify. I know they've got a really tough group. They're getting beat. They're getting beat by Germany, um, but Republic of Ireland, Wales, England. I, I just like as many teams to qualify as possible because it just makes it just makes British football back on the map again. And I just think uh, I just think we need it. We need it more than ever. Um, and um, you know, I mean, it's just good for the. It's good to to show that the Premier League is not just full of foreigners, and you know the Championship's also strong as well. Because obviously, it, it proves a point um, that English yeah. football is strong, not just the Premier League. Because obviously, players have to drop down to a to a platform, and um, and if that's the Championship, then um, then we can all um, celebrate the English football being strong.
0: Yeah, and I think like I grew up with a time where Republic of Ireland were kind of them, and England were the team. The like British teams or home nation teams, whatever you want to say, they were the T2, which were qualifying. And then every now and again, Scotland would qualify. Yeah. And Northern Ireland and Wales, you know, never did. Um, But just over the last few years, Ireland haven't really qualified. Um, no. But they're in a good position, even if for second, because they haven't lost the game yet. So no, They're doing a, a, means... a
1: good position because... The other teams have to win all the games now, sir. You know what I mean? Teams have to go to Ireland yeah. and beat them. They're in a position where they can uh, probably afford to draw against a, a Denmark or a, or a Switzerland like they did the other night. Because if they'd have if they're, if they're gone and beaten Switzerland, then they'd have always booked a place in, in the playoffs, you know, in, at minimum. You know what I mean? So, they're that far away now. They're that close, you know what I mean? And and hopefully they can get over the line. Because, like you say, I, I was just, I was saying, you know what I mean? The John Aldridge's and the Kevin Sheedy's. And they were probably stronger than England at the time because... You know what I mean? I remember the the, the beat England uh, quite comfortably at Lansdowne Road, and you know what I mean. they were always the the nemesis of England, Um, and it was just uh, it's just nice to have as many teams as we can. You know what I mean? I know England and Wales had a had a bit of a ding dong in the night in in the the last tournament, and it was it's nice to see. And we we all want it we all want it to happen. You know what I mean? We all want each well, not everybody, but I I want us all to do well and and to go as far as possible. Because if England can't win it and and and, and go as possible as far as possible, I want to see other people. I want to watch other players that I know, instead of watching the the Francis and the Hollands and the Germanys, who are all going to be strong, always going to be strong. You know what I mean? I'd like to uh to see a home nation team do really well like Wales did in the last one.
0: Yeah, and to be fair, the Ireland play Georgia away next. If they win that, um and there and there's a winner between Denmark and Switzerland on the same day, yeah, it means they only need two draws from their last two games. And they probably which, should. Well, yeah. they should beat they should beat Georgia as well. But
1: you yeah. know, like, and and, okay, and you probably but... speak to every island fan in the world that you know. What I mean, they'll that's, they'll probably let themselves down on that on that stage because the the pressure's on now. You know, what I mean, the pressure's not normally yeah. on them, and they normally upset a few teams and some of the big sides. And you know, what I mean, this time they're expected to go and beat a little a little a nation, but Georgia in Georgia can be can be a little bit uh, dangerous as well.
0: Yeah, when Wales qualified, um, because they put themselves. Because you know the pressure's on then as you're going through the group because yeah. people expect you to carry on that start and uh, mm-hmm. and obviously in Wales this case they hadn't qualified since the 50s so it was such a big thing that it becomes even more pressure mm-hmm. and each game becomes this like just cauldron of pressure and anxiety yeah that, uh, there we go. um next up uh, Luxembourg one nil, and like I say, Luxembourg are not what well, they were. You know, ten years ago, that would have been expect Northern Ireland to win. You know, five five nil, but it wasn't a, a great game by all accounts. But they yeah, well, I think
1: I, th- I think with it being a friendly as well, I don't think. Um... I don't think teams are really taking them as serious as probably what what they used to. You know what I mean? With the, with the qualifier coming up today, obviously they're playing Germany tonight, and you know what I mean to play a lesser nation. You know what I mean? It's all about tonight and all about the preparation for tonight. And obviously, you want to win and you want to play well and you want to put yourself in the shop window as a player um, to go and play against the likes of the Germans and, and the and the Holland's. But they've given themselves a the right opportunity. You know what I mean? They're on twelve points. Obviously, you know what I mean with Germany beating them currently tonight. You know, I mean, they're in with a good chance, and you know, I mean, the pressure's on Holland and Germany, and um, yeah, there's no pressure for me at all in Northern Ireland. And if they can, they can nick a draw, or they can, or they can upset one of the home nations. You know what I mean? It was, uh, it was a disaster really for, for Northern Ireland that that, that Holland beat Germany then. night. Like, because I think a draw would have would have suited them down with the ground, and it just it was a, it was a, it was a fantastic game. Because I've seen the highlights, and you know, I mean, for Germany to lose three-two was a nightmare for them. Um, but for Holland, it gave them an opportunity now to. To go and progress and and, and to, to, to draw level points once they once they play the game in hand.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, what they need is they need Holland to make a mistake in their game in hand, really, don't they? To yeah, they but do, yes. to get twelve points from that group, I think is. Oh, if somebody,
1: know, if somebody just said you know, 12, twelve points after five, after five games, you would you snapped snap their hands off. So they've given themselves a great opportunity. You know what I mean? It's like you say nowadays. You know, if the, the, that that. That group on table when it when it first came out was was horrific. You know what I mean? It, it couldn't have been any worse. You know what I mean? For Holland to be a pot two side, um, you just you couldn't have picked a worse a worse group, really. You know what I mean? So, you know, what I mean, they're giving themselves a great chance, and it just shows how much they've they've evolved and they've and, and they've come. You know what I mean? I look at look at the side they've got they've got involved tonight, and Paddy McNair, Championship player, Middlesbrough, George Savile, Middlesbrough player. You know what I mean? Another couple of uh, Championship players as well, League One players. It's it's so nice to see, and I just hope that these kind of players get the recognition that they deserve, and and uh, and progress. You know what I mean through their international careers and, and also club careers. Because you know what I mean, you don't you don't always get opportunities to play against Germany and Holland and and all these kind of teams. So I just uh, I just hope they can carry on doing themselves
0: justice. Yeah, I mean for the Luxembourg game, they brought in uh, Kieran, young Kieran Brown from Cardiff yeah. who, from the End of twenty one squad. I mean, you know, he's like on the fringes of the Cardiff first-team squad in terms of playing. Yeah. Um, I think he played in the Cup game and he's been on the bench a couple of times. But that's what an opportunity, you know, for him to be in and around that squad, which yeah. has been pretty successful over the last couple of years in terms of winning football matches. Yeah. Um, and like I say, they qualified for the Euros the uh, last time out. Yeah, um, And they, they, um, they had, the, I can't remember his name, they, they brought in a... A striker from Linfield, who's Spanish, scored bags of goals. I'm trying to find it. It's Shane Lavery, his name. Is. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 So it's like opportunities for boys like that. Um, a couple of other under twenty ones players as well. Um, and you know, from Thursday, they, those boys will probably still, be, even if they're not in the squad for the Germany game, they'll still be probably be around yeah. and in training for the last few days.
1: Oh, they'll be buzzing as well. They'll be delighted. You know, what I mean? They made the debut for the country. They've been involved with training with the first team. It's the preparation for this massive game, the, probably the biggest game. Yeah, You know what I mean? You, you can only look at it the way it is. It's the biggest game in Northern Ireland's history tonight because they get a result tonight and they, and, and they, turn, and they can turn them over and they can get a result, get a draw, get a win. It's a massive result and uh, and, and, and puts Northern Ireland on the map again.
0: Absolutely. Um, and fully yeah. enough, uh, Gavin White, who you had mentioned last week for uh, for Cardiff, was yeah. uh, best player on the pitch. He was outstanding with his uh, run and pace and his just his industry up and down that wing. Yeah, he's it's very direct. Very direct very and, you know
1: what I mean, and he's always going to hurt the probably lesser nations. And you know what I mean, he'll give himself um, a, an opportunity to. Um, to get himself a start tonight, and uh, and 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 in the future as well, because all he can do is play well for his club, um, and then his international career look after itself.
0: Absolutely, and apparently, uh, Kieran Brown did quite well as well. I uh, only saw the highlights, but uh, apparently, he was well involved and he uh, he had a good game. Yeah. But obviously, you know they've got they've got players like Johnny Evans and Craig Cathcart, and yeah, you know, play really really experienced players who. You know, in Johnny Evans's case, he's played at the very, very top of European football. Yeah. Um, you know, he played for Man United when they were, you know, getting to Champions League finals and winning leagues. So, you know, for young players to play with players like that is a great experience. So, yeah, they you, can you
1: can't. You can't replicate it as well, Sai, You know what I mean? You can't. You know what I mean? This is that the, the pinnacle of of a young person's dream. If you if you if you're born and bred in in Belfast and you play, and you play at uh, Windsor uh, Windsor park here you, you know i mean you'll absolutely love it and it's 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 such a good opportunity for them
0: yeah so hopefully they can pinch a point against germany tonight it would be nice yeah fingers crossed so uh next step was wales uh, wales 2 azerbaijan when which nearly went horribly wrong for Wales. Yeah,
1: it did, but the, the, same, old, um, the same old hero comes out and, and, uh, and saves everybody again, Mr Bale. And You know what I mean? I, I, I did read quite a lot of things on Twitter. Obviously, people aren't happy with Ryan Giggs, and, and you've got to give him an opportunity. But it's a different level. It is a different level altogether from what he's, what he's been used to. International football is a lot slower, and, and he's, he's following somebody, for me, who's, who, um, who took that country to another level. Uh, Chris Coleman and, um, you know what I mean they, they haven't got uh, they haven't got the easiest of groups on paper it doesn't look like a difficult group but you've still got the Croatians who obviously they let themselves down today they were, with a draw earlier on Slovakia are beating Hungary at the minute you know what I mean so Wales just they've got a game in hand but they just need to make sure that they win as many games now they're under pressure to win they have to win they can't afford to um, to drop any
0: more points you know what I mean it's, well, you're not
1: it's, good. it's that easy look at
0: uh, you know? Wales beat Azerbaijan. Just yeah. Croatia drew with them today. Yeah, exactly. Croatia were in the World Cup final. Exactly. So,
1: I mean, so it doesn't doesn't turn out to be a bad result in the end. So you know, what I mean, you've no. got to you've got to take it as it is. And you know, what I mean, you can only beat in front of you. And you know, what I mean, we mentioned before about whipping boys and Azerbaijan. Probably five, six, seven, ten years ago, they're been whipping boys. But now they can defend. They can keep the shape. They can have a formation. They can be hard to beat. And They'll take getting beat two one. You know what I mean? That'll be a success for them. They'll get they'll take drawing one all because you know what I mean they'll be national heroes tonight drawing with Croatia and they'll be you know what I mean? it'll be it'll be an unbelievable uh, achievement for the for that for that national team. But um you know what I mean, we Wales we'll just need to make sure that they do the job and, and finish it right and uh and make sure that they get as many points as possible because it's 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 a winnable group. or certainly be a, a, a chance to get in the um in the playoff because it could be a a Wales, Republic of Ireland playoff, and you know what I mean. You'd, uh, you'd, you'd, well, both, both sides would probably take that again, to be honest.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, Wales, Wales got a, such a young team, um, yeah. like ridiculously young. They've got like, I think the only reason their average age is probably over mid twenties is for players like uh, Joe Allen and you know Bale. Yeah. The rest of them are very, very young. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, believe, I think they're winning at the moment. So I mean, Yeah, winning 1-0. Winning uh,
1: James scored an absolute worldie again. So, you know what I mean? The, the future's oh, yeah. bright. Uh future's bright. Um, you know what I mean? Obviously, Ryan Giggs all love him. He plays for Man United. He's, he's similar to himself, beating players and, and scoring world-class goals. So, long may that continue because we're all football fans
0: and, um, and we all want to watch things like that. you to got to give him time, especially with a young squad. Um, yeah. Give him time. Let him build. Let him... Build uh, those all, every single one of those players from Bale to Daniel James to the you're even younger again, they'll all respect Ryan Giggs massively, regardless yeah, yeah. of what the fans think of him because he didn't turn up to friendlies or whatever it be. You know, he's Gareth Bale's hero yeah. from when he was growing up, he was yeah. the Welsh left winger. So, like, they've all got, got respect for him. So, let him yeah. build it, let him. I, I would like to see him keep the job for a couple of years and see what he can do with the young players and what he can mold them to do, because that's what they did with Chris Coleman. They gave him time when everyone was calling for his head. They, they stuck with him. He stopped using kind of Gary speed's uh, formation and tactics, which he felt like he had to stick with. And he started, he switched to three sort of three, five, two or what, you know, his own formation 'Cause it was slight variation of three five two. But he switched to his own formation, his own tactics, picked the players that he wanted rather than what he kind of felt he should be picking. And look what happens. You yeah. know, it's no one's they haven't, no one else has done that for Wales in all you know, in all these years. So no, the thing is I'll say he's got he's gotta
1: be given he's gotta be given time to make his own mistakes as well, you know. What I mean yeah. he's got he's got brand new players to work with and these 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 players could turn out to be in four years' time in, in the next tournament more successful than the previous ones did and you know what I mean forget the Gareth Bales you know what I mean because the focus in the last tournament and this qualifying tournament is the Gareth Bale this Gareth Bale that but who's not to say that it could be a, a Wilson it could not be it could be a James it could be somebody else you know what I mean instead of just focusing on one player focus on two, three, four, five and six and, and I think that's where other nations are getting it right a little bit that it's not just a one or two man team it's a uh, An eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, maybe fifteen-man squad, and I mean that's why Holland are getting things right at the minute, and France got it right for eight years ago, you know what I mean, and they still continue to do it, and and, the, and and success breeds success, and you know what I mean, but the need to qualify again and again and again for major tournaments like England keep doing, and uh, and then you get seeded, the
0: qualifying regime is a lot easier, and it goes on from there really. Yeah, and the other thing as well, I think with Wales is they've got some real, real players in their under the twenty one side. So he's got players who, like you say, in like five years, if those players progress at the level that they have so far as young players, the yeah. Wales squad is going to be young and hungry, but also quality. Yeah, yeah. So if they've had gigs in place for two or three years, those players will all play the way he wants to play. They'll all yeah. be comfortable with him. They'll all have been involved in the squads because he's bringing in the young players, and it's like you have gotta just you know who else you're gonna put in charge, really? Yeah. Well, what they're,
1: they're all put... they're all the same so they're all coming up together, like you say. There, you know what I mean? Yeah. Say 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 the sack Ryan Giggs and they bring in somebody else. That somebody else is still gonna pick the same kind of players on the same formation potentially as as, as Ryan Giggs has just done so. You know what I mean? You. he's a legend
0: himself so he deserves an opportunity and what you might find is the new manager might go back to the kind of 28, 29 year olds who are knocking about the championship in League 1 whilst players rather than focusing on your Daniel Jameses and your Harry Wilsons and your I agree. Uh, saying they're not ready.
1: Saying saying they're yeah. not ready yet. You know what I mean? I don't want to blood them yet. You know what I mean? It's, it, we qualify. We need we need experience, and you know what I mean. If they're good enough, you know what I mean. Same as you know, Daniel James. He's signed for Man United. He's good enough. He's playing week in week out. He's scoring. He's got three goals in the Premier League. He's certainly good enough, and he's certainly ready to go and be thrown in this international stage because he's probably playing with with better players on a um on a Saturday afternoon on a at Old Trafford. So you know what I mean. He's he's, he's certainly not going to be intimidated uh, tonight and or when he plays against um, other, other other nations.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I think Wales are still in with a shout. Um, but they, yeah, it'll be tough. Yeah. It'll be tough for them, but they've got Pretty to, much they've go, to win got games. Yeah, they've got a chance. Yeah. Uh, so then Scotland lost one... Uh, Two went to Two on back.
1: Friday against Russia, yeah, and
0: obviously they're getting um, they're getting heavily beaten
1: tonight against Belgium. So that's uh, that's them, that's yeah, them, best them out, and not qualified. I, d- I do feel really sorry for uh, the likes of Robertson and um, uh, McGinn from Aston Villa and and other couple of players because the opportunity of international football and recognition is just never going to be there for them because the year that they're currently playing in, you know what I mean, with the, with the rankings and the way that the system works. Qualifying is just going to be impossible for them to ever get because they're they're probably pop three if not four now uh, because of how poor they qualify and you know what I mean. You, you could end up getting the group of death where you, you're getting three monsters in your group and you know what I mean. You could end up getting an England another British side like 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 has happened to them in the past and and it's just a it's just a dead dead start before it even before it even begins and I do feel I do feel disappointed for them but end of the day it's. Um, it is what it is, you know what I mean. I, somebody put something on Twitter that uh, it was quite funny, really, made made me giggle that uh, that that the Scotland national team wouldn't even win the Scottish Premier League, and it just made me think. Do you know what? You, you're probably right because internationals from other countries come over. Celtic have got Swedish players, you know what I mean. Obviously, um, Rangers have got Jermaine Defoe. they They've got Northern Ireland players, international players, and it's it's such a it's such a tough tough. Um, Tough place, you know. I mean, you go to Hamden and it's empty like it is again tonight, and you know what I mean. And they're getting beat four 0 It's just it's funny, it man. must it must be heartbreaking for them. But you know, I mean, just one day things things will turn round. Like they've had they've had a little bit of success in the past with qualifying and things, and, and eras and generations. It, it swings around about at the times, and I'm sure one day they'll they'll get something back. I'm sure.
0: Yeah, and they have got some decent players as well, like you say, Andy Robertson and McGinn is very, very good. Yeah, they are technically. Um, they technically need, they're, very, they're very. They need good. like a few more, don't
1: they? Yeah, and they've got a good manager, Steve Clark. Good manager, he's just, they're just, they're just not getting things right. And when you're playing against Belgiums on um, at, at their peak, you've got you've got no chance. You've actually got you've got you've got no chance.
0: Yeah, and and they got good keeper in David Marshall, although he's yeah. coming towards the end of his career. Um, yeah. Like Russia, Ru- Russia have got some decent players, like Golovkin,
1: and um, yeah, they
0: have. And it's it's, it's the things are you, you, you just this week
1: alone for them, you know what I mean? They play Russia at home, they play Belgium at home, and you know what I mean? It couldn't have been uh, it couldn't have been a worse uh, a worse weekend for them, you know what I mean? They're playing the two two strongest sides in the group. You you get beat twice, and all of a sudden your your whole campaigns just uh, blew up in smoke, really, which is which is heartbreaking. Yeah. Disappointing, that.
0: yeah. Um. So then Saturday, England uh, cruised to a victory versus Bulgaria. Uh, yeah, four nil
1: again. This is it's 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 all about seeding. You know what I mean? They played three games. Czech Republic beat them five nil. Montenegro beat them five one. Bulgaria beat them four nil. And it's just, you know what I mean? You're on about you're on about one man one man teams on and 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 things. You know what I mean? If uh, you take uh, Harry Kane's goals out of the England side. All right, a lot of penalties out there. the I minute, mean, you take Raheem Sterling out of the England side as well. You know what I mean? Those two players, the goals. It'd be interesting where the, where the goals would come from. You know what I mean? Because those two alone have have banged. You know what I mean? Uh, nearly every goal that England have scored over the over this campaign. And, um, you know what I mean? And the, the majority to it, watch it's 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 brilliant to watch them go forward to create a chance. You know what I mean? But it's just there's just no real buzz or excitement to to watch international football, and it's. Um, you know what I mean? It's it's like I don't know. Sometimes it even looks as though the players aren't bothered about playing for the country. That's what it seems. I don't know what it is. It's just there's just something missing for me from international football. And you know what I mean? Even when we're scoring goals and winning four 0 no one really looks like excited that we're winning four 0 It's just it's like an expectation, and and I'm I'm not getting that carried yeah. away. I don't I don't get that buzz.
0: Yeah, well, how many times have they had 100% rackled in qualifying? You know. It's oh,
1: like... then, they go, then, then they go and draw with in the in the first, first game, 0-0. It's just the biggest letdown yeah. in the world. But that's, that's been an England fan and it's, it's the expectation. You know what I mean? The, can the players handle that expectation in qualifying? Yes, of course they can. The record, record speaks for itself. Can they do it uh, on the biggest stage in, in, in the Euros, in the World Cup? Well, the facts say no. So, you know what I mean? I hope that one day that, that, that changes because I would love to see... My country left the World Cup in my lifetime, but you know what I mean? I, I'm not sure that's uh, ever going to happen.
0: thing is, they get in the qualifying group, they could literally play like their third string and probably still win the group 100% record. Quite comfortably, they, yeah. You look how deep deep their, their squad is, or how, how you know what they got to pick from, mm. and it's unbelievable the, the, yeah. the amount of talent, and even then. The young talent in the end of 20s and the end of 19s again is you know a lot of them are playing first team football and mm. it's just a big pool to pick from. Yeah, and then when you play teams like Bulgaria, you know Bulgaria have been quite tidy over the over the years, but I mean, I, know, well, I was I was I was I was just
1: shocked how poor they were though, mate. To be honest, I was, um, you know, what I mean they. Um they did, they shocked me, they shocked me with um, with just they couldn't keep the ball, they couldn't really seem to defend, it was just, um, anyway, end of the day, you know what I mean, you're playing against probably England's um, England's peak peak side at the minute, you know what I mean, like for my era, you know what I mean, the Paul Gascoines and the John Barnes and, and these kind of players, you know what I mean, they're my heroes, you know what I mean, but the results speak for itself and Harry Kane's goal record for England is absolutely phenomenal and you know what I mean? And when you've got somebody like that in your you how can you not win football matches? You know what I mean? How can you not score goals? And when you're playing at Wembley, um, in front of the size of the crowds, what they are, and you're playing against the Bulgarians, obviously, they play Kosovo tomorrow. Um, you know what I mean? And I, I do fear for Kosovo tomorrow because, you know what I mean, England are scoring freely. You know what I mean? And even if England let a goal and I still expect England to score at least three, maybe four or five. So, it's it's uh, it's always a, it's always a decent watch, but without getting that Excitement, which I want or I need,
0: I think, to watch England regular. Yeah, so it's just that expectation rather than excitement of what's coming. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not or looking forward to the game tomorrow. The game.
1: But yeah, I'm not looking forward to get the, to watch it, but I'll watch it because I'm passionate England, Englishman. I'm just, i just, there's just, I don't, I don't know what's missing. There's something missing for that, for that excitement. You know what I mean? But I, I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm more excited about the the season starting again the following Saturday than about England again tomorrow. And I think that's. I think that's probably every football fan. Every football fan is the same. at The minute that the club footballs takes over,
0: yeah, it's it's a shame in some ways because you know you you want to see the you know you want to see fans be passionate about international football and their countries and the, the qualifiers, but equally, unless well, particularly for English English fans, obviously the qualifiers for. The likes of Wales and Ireland, they're a bit more, you know, exciting, and you're a bit more into it because it's like touch and go. Whereas you know England is very much, you know, they're going to qualify, so it's almost like it's friendly. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like in terms, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And and
1: the thing is, I think it's everything's built up for the World Cup. So you you, are the European Championship. So you're not getting excited until the major tournament starts and then you're that excited uh, and then it's the biggest letdown ever and then you just think well I'm not going to get excited in two years time because I know what I'm going to expect and then you you forget because it's been that long you get excited again and then it's just the same cycle and then it's it's only when you don't qualify like uh, they didn't in well, what was it 94 or whatever it was in America you know I mean? they didn't qualify and and then you realise probably how important international football is because you're watching a full World Cup and you're not in it and you know what I mean yeah. maybe maybe that's what it takes sometimes to, to realise how important it is when you don't qualify. So maybe that's what it's gotta take so, England England not to qualify.
0: Yeah. Uh, so that's the home nation games. So let's speak off. So let's talk about some of the sort of latest news and rumors around. Um, I, I read an interesting one. I think it was yesterday that says that in uh, Messi's contract he's got a clause which says at the end of each season if he wants to leave he can leave for free, which I thought was crazy. But apparently it came from the the president of Barcelona said it, um, which I suppose I can't imagine them maybe because of his loyalty and the fact he spent his whole career there that like almost like a. Like a respect thing that he won't yeah. leave mid-season, and they'll mm. give him a move if you want it. The problem yeah. you've got is no one can afford his wages, really. Well, no, um, I think that I think so, I think uh, that's
1: the thing. If somebody if somebody wanted to buy him, you know what I mean. You're looking at well, I would not even like to think what you're looking at. You're probably looking at two, a week, you know. What I mean, you're probably looking at two hundred million pound cash cash straight away before you are even looking at wages. So you know, what I mean, who can afford to to have an outlet and then? The half a million pound or a million pound a week which you know what I mean which teams probably would have to pay and then it would be tax free and you know what I mean because where's where's he going to go where, where, you know, and I'm talking about lifestyle I'm talking about he lives in Barcelona he's got the weather he's got I'm guessing a villa with a nice pool and you know what I mean he's got the lifestyle of, of, of probably what everybody wants to dream about and you know what I mean is he going to come to England and, and, and not enjoy the weather not a chance no chance I just don't don't, don't ever believe it's going to happen and you know what i mean like the, the people people doubt his um, people doubt him that he hasn't done it at, a, at another level but he's been consistent and consistent at the best club in the world he's he's won champions leagues and people compare him to maradona and compare him to pelle and compare him to all the best players in the world that he hasn't won the world cup but it pelle didn't win the world cup on his own maradona did not win the world cup on his own yes he had a massive impact in it and and, and certain things happened in the world cups but you know, if, if Gabriel Batistuta was playing up front with me, Leo, Leo Messi, he'd have a better chance to win the World Cup. You know what I mean? I'm uh, no disrespect to Aguero and some of the other players that that he's playing with now, but all these best players that that have gone um, gone over the years, That you know, it's just a shame that, that for Argentina, for example, that he hasn't been given that opportunity, that platform to to win a World Cup because that would just cement his place to be, for me, the, the best player in the world the best player in the world by a a country mile if you could win the World Cup, but I just can't ever see it happening.
0: Do you think it's, it's almost unfortunate for Messi and for Ronaldo that they've kind of turned up in football at exactly the same time? Whereas if, say, Ronaldo came 10 years later, I feel like Messi would get a lot more appreciation Like worldwide for being the player he is, and equally, if Messi had come 10 years later, Ronaldo would get a lot more appreciation from everybody because you know, there's people are always one or the other, they like one or they like the other. Um, I think the thing with Ronaldo for me is that he has done it, you know, he's done it in Italy, he's done it in England, he's done it in Spain, he's won everything, he's also taken his country to the Euros, which obviously with Portugal, they've got a few other handy players, and you know, it's a team yeah. game, obviously. But yeah, yeah, like it's almost like that bail thing, isn't it? With yeah. Portugal, whereas Argentina have got some very, very good players, haven't they? Throughout their squad from yeah. defence to attack, they've got a lot of players, and they have underachieved. But oh. yeah, I do, I do feel a bit, and I don't feel sorry for him, God. But like, I do feel that they both would have got more appreciation if they hadn't have had their careers be like side by side almost.
1: Yeah, well, I, I think I think sometimes on that point, I think I think the, the, but they've also pushed each other. So you know what I mean. So some yeah. of the records that they've got, you know what I mean. Would they achie- Would they have achieved uh, what they've achieved individually if they weren't getting pushed by each other in the same country and, and want to break records and you know what I mean? But obviously with this, this Ballon d'Or um, achievement and uh, an award, you know what I mean that. Messi probably deserved that for twelve years on the belt without any, without no one else getting anywhere near it. And likewise, same with Ronaldo. You know what I mean? So, I'm a little bit disappointed. You know what I mean for for those. It's, it's recognition, isn't it? You know what I mean that you they both deserve it. Um, but you know what I mean. I think I think they both pushed to each other, and um, you know what I mean. But I not I'd be very surprised what, if that ever happens again because it's just been it's just been phenomenal, and um, I'm just
0: glad that being able to watch it closely, really. Yeah, so I mean, like really, like uh, Neymar was supposed to be the next one, like the the hair apparent, if you like, to the sort of being the best player in the world. And he saw an article in the Time Times, I think it was I think it was today, which said that um they were basically comparing Raheem Sterling to Neymar, uh like his all round game, his stats and everything, and how he's progressed as he's got older. And they were basically saying that they believe that Sterling is a far superior player. He's done it over a long period of time. He doesn't, like the last sort of two or three seasons, he's done it for the whole season. You know, he hasn't sort of dipped in and out. Whereas Neymar, you know, he's obviously very skillful, very talented. He always seems to get injured at the same time every year, which is his sister's birthday, which is like an ongoing joke. But I mean... There's a lot of question marks about Neymar. There's no doubt in his ability, but like if you gave, for instance, if you gave me a choice of him or Mbappe, I'm taking Mbappe every time, all day long. Yeah, day long. And it's like, feel like and Neymar. I just feel like it's almost like his agent over the years. Even when he was in Brazil before he'd even come over to Europe, it, you all you'd hear about and read about was how good this player was and how amazing yeah. he was. And, you know, he's done some special things, don't get me wrong. But I feel like he hasn't really done... Maybe it's because Messi and Ronaldo have set the, the level so high that you play for 50 games a season, you play well in 49 of them and score over 50 goals a season to be considered the best. But you just mentioned it then,
1: also. you've just mentioned you mentioned the word stats. And for me, stats are... Sp- Stats taking over the world because stats, Raheem Sterling's stats are high. You know what I mean. Obviously, and Mbappe's stats are high. Obviously, the two we mentioned, Messi and Ronaldo, are just ridiculous. And you know what I mean. Forwards, especially, are judged on your goals and judged on your assists. And you know what I mean. His stats aren't as high because he's not playing as many games. He's obviously picked up um, similar injuries over the same course of time. But then he's obviously picked up some serious injuries as well. So. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's missed a lot of football over the last two years, and he's given uh, the Mbappe's, he's given the Sterlings, he's given the Harry Canes, he's given all these players uh, an opportunity to take take over his mantle, and, and and they've all grabbed it with both hands. And you know what I mean? And and I, and I don't see them giving him it back. And and sometimes when you've got that pressure and you're trying to uh, grab something back and you're putting yourself under pressure physically and mentally, it's it's difficult because he's he's obviously pushed himself to the limit, which then he can create more injuries for himself and he's putting his body under more pressure and it's um, it's obviously going to be difficult for him now you know what I mean and he's obviously playing in a, in a league where he's not being judged as high you know what I mean because he's, he's in France and
0: unless it's they win the World unless, unless, they,
1: unless they win unless they win the Champions League I don't think you can put him in the same category you know what I mean because Ronaldo's won the Premier League he's won various cups in Spain he's won the Champions League he's he's won Serie A you know what I mean he's won the, Euro, the European Championships he's you know what I mean Mbappe's you know what I mean he's 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 he's, he's young he's hungry he's, he's moved from A to B he's got himself an opportunity and and he's taken over and you know what I mean he's he's the one for the future and you know what I mean he's you know, what I mean, he's exciting. He's got pace. He's he's direct. He scores goals. He's he's French, which I think helps at the minute with um, with how well they play and the way that they play and how expansive they are. And he's and he's and he gets you get you excited. He gets you to want to watch football, and and that's what you want. And you know what I mean. If 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 I had to pick three, Neymar wouldn't be there. You know, he wouldn't be in my in my top three. And you know, what I mean, that's a shame that because like you say, you know, what I mean, all these exciting things what we heard from Brazil and. And and if you said the word to me, a Brazilian footballer, you know what I mean? It's just you see skills, you've got excitement. It's it's it's, it's brilliant, but you know what I mean? He's he's the minute. He's just he's just takes the back seat. Yeah,
0: there's no doubt, and he's got the ability. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, so of the temperament does. now. though, is there's a whole package now: yeah. temperament,
1: attitude. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's he's obviously a multi-multi-multi millionaire. And what does he need to achieve now? Does he need any, does he need to achieve anything else for him to be a success in his life? No. Does he need any more trophies? Does he want to challenge himself anymore? He, he can he could do if he wanted to go to go to another country. Come to England. Come to the Premier League. That would that would test that would test his, his ability, that would test his skill, hundred percent, because he's been to Spain, he won everything possible in Spain, um, I think with, with Barcelona, he's won everything possible in, in, in Paris and you know what I mean? Third time lucky, come to come to England, stick yourself at Old Trafford, stick yourself at, mate, at um City of Manchester, stick yourself at Anfield, stick yourself at Arsenal. You know what I mean? Give yourself an opportunity and a platform to to be a to be a, 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 a world's best by by doing it in three. Because in, people like Ronaldo say that the players haven't done it at different levels and different leagues. You know what I mean? It'd probably shut him up a little bit.
0: Yeah, and I think one of the impressive things about Ronaldo is is dedication to like. His physique and his yeah. fitness and his like yeah. he's th- thirty four now. Yeah. I think yeah, I think yeah. I might, I might be wrong with that, but I mean, yeah. and he's still in like peak fitness. You could see by his like just his physique and his general fitness. You could imagine him playing in Italy till he's forty and still oh, probably easily. doing doing easily. pretty and, well. And,
1: and, and thing is, he could probably adapt his game. You know what I mean? Instead of instead of playing wide and um uh and and. He could probably go as a centre forward and 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 be a target man. You know what I mean? Because he's very good in the air. He wouldn't have to do as much running. You know what I mean? And and he could adapt his game in there because he's a little bit slower. He wouldn't have to do as much running around. And if he's in the Premier League, I don't think he'd probably cope with the pace and, and the amount of games and and how, how, how thick and fast they come. But I think he's probably selected the the correct league at the right time of his career in his life. Um, so he's been 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 really clever there. And you know what I mean? It'll probably. Um, help him go to another level and, and be, be successful and, and, and carry on playing, playing that a little bit longer, I think, which which is, which is good for us all because we still get to watch him.
0: Yeah, and I think it's the difference between him and him, Messi, and most other players like Neymar, like I say, they have got all the money in the world, they've won trophies, etc. It's their mentality to, to to be the best every year. They want to be the best, they want to win the Ballon, or they want to win the Champions League. They want to score the most goals. Yeah. They want to, you know, win the league, whatever it may be. Mm. Whereas sometimes he can come across, perhaps as Neymar uh, can come across as not really bothered. Yeah, you know a yeah, I mean? little, little, little bit arrogant, and yeah,
1: yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 I don't,
0: I don't like it. Mentality, in you know? there. Mm. If you to be the best, you've got to train like the best, and. Yeah, and, and you've got to and see and people off as well. Do it every and day.
1: R- R- Ronaldo and Messi—they've seen people off. They've seen newcomers. They've seen them off. You know what I mean? They're seeing people come up. They raise the game to another level, and and they, and, and and they're just relentless. They never stop. And you know what I mean? And it just shows just how classy they are as people and um, and and sportsmen. Because you know what I mean? They're absolute absolute legends, and, and they deserve to go down with 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 that with that with that, with that tag on them as well.
0: Yeah. The, uh, they deserve to have their names up with Pele and Maradona oh, and yeah, 100%. Uh, all the greats, 100%. Um So I've read a lot recently and I've seen on Twitter that uh, David De Gea's contract runs out in the summer, so he's free to talk to clubs in January. And I've seen a lot of fans on Twitter saying that if he won't sign a contract by January... They should recall Henderson from Sheffield United and they should demote De Gea to number two and okay. give Henderson the rest of the season to see if he cuts it. And then obviously, if he doesn't, they can get someone in in the summer. Yeah. What's your? You've seen quite a lot of Sheffield you know, Henderson. What would you say? Yeah, to that? yeah, yeah. The thing is, though, he's, he's he's an excellent goalkeeper. Um,
1: you know what I mean? I I, I do think uh, to throw him in the deep end, though, at Old Trafford uh, under all that pressure. Ah, yeah, a, a, a little bit like a sink or swim moment. You know what I mean? Uh, you, you could you could go down um, from Schmeichel to Van der Sar to Mark Bosnitz, to Van der Gaal to. Taibi, you know what I mean? Over the years, they've had some international goalkeepers. All of those goalkeepers, including De here, have all made horrendous mistakes at Old Trafford. Um, but they've all come over the other end of it because they've been given opportunities to go to platform themselves at Old Trafford. Some have obviously been sold on to bring in a better goalkeeper. You know what I mean? And my concern is, you know what I mean, you've got Henderson who's, who's up and coming. He's got an extremely bright future ahead of him. If he gets thrown too. in Old, if he gets thrown in at Old Trafford uh, and things don't work out, and Man United aren't playing great at the time, and, and he's under a lot more pressure, and um, for example, Harry Maguire's not playing, and and, he, and he's a lot busier, and he drops across and gives a goal away, and David De Gea leaves on a free, and uh, and and, and bring a new goalkeeper, and you can you can ruin careers, and and I just yeah. hope that, that that they do it at the right time because you know what I mean. or he, or he plays in the Premier League for three four years, and 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 at Sheffield United or at another club or whatever suits him, and 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 he does it the right way because he's got to be selfish. I think I think he's got to be selfish. He's got to be, he's got to give himself the right platform and the right the right club, the right manager, because um, he's obviously good enough. He's he's shown that he's shown he's excellent goalkeeper, and you know what I mean. And he's obviously a little bit more busy playing at Sheffield United than he than he probably would be if he's at Man United. But the pressure of being at Man United is a lot higher than it is um, being at Sheffield United. If he makes a mistake at Bramall Lane. All right, everyone knows about it because it's match of the day and because of all the publicity but if he makes it at Man United it's like the whole world knows about him and you know what yeah, I mean yeah. and, and he'll never be never never be forgotten so you know what I mean I I, I, I do find it strange that um, that, that 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 they're, that they're even deliberating getting, getting rid of him because you know what I mean I, I get he's obviously keen to go back home to Spain to Real Madrid to this that but they've just got Courtois yeah, I I I, I I I can't see those two battling out for one place, and the club spending no. that much money on both goalkeepers, unless the plan is it's to nice. get rid of nice. Courtois. You know what I mean? Will Will Man United swap, swap 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 them both? Both all yeah. them. Courtois come to England, go back and go to Old Trafford, go on Man United. It's just it just seems ludicrous because where else is he going to go? I just don't get it.
0: I just don't get it. Juventus, I reckon. Yeah, well they they they've got
1: Fabi- Fabi- now. Fabianski, you know what I mean? He's obviously not a not a world class goalkeeper. So, you know what I mean? He he would he would fit in there and Juve would then go to another level, another level because you know what I mean, at the minute you've got um you've got Inter Milan, who, uh, who obviously Conte's a manager and, and he's slowly and surely bringing in his own players and they're gonna be a force to reckon with, so they need to they need to continue to uh, progress and uh, and I'm sure they will because Juventus are obviously the biggest club in um uh, yeah. In Italy, by a by a country mile.
0: I tell you what, Juventus—they've uh, been quietly stocking up on uh, some very, very good players over the last yeah. couple of years. They yeah, don't make they too are. much fuss. They don't don't make song and dance about it like no. uh, like in Madrid or United. No. They've got a squad and a half, and they added to it again this year. And yeah. it's like you added, you know, a De Gea into that, and this. Uh, well, they seem to be quite clever side with the uh, with the free
1: transfers. You know what I mean? They're always oh, yeah. aware with who's who's coming up to to the end of the contract. You know what I mean? They're not, which is a very good business plan. Whoever's whoever's in charge of that side of their business, because they're not going out spending 100, 200, £300 million quid and then having to pay wages. They would prefer to get a free transfer, give the players the worth in wages. You know what I mean? And the players will go out on the pitch and perform like like they're, like they're doing. And you know what I mean? It's uh, I'm just surprised that they haven't won any more Champions Leagues than. Um, yeah, in previous years because it's been, uh, it's been a while. You know, what I mean, it's only a matter of time, though, I believe. But it has been it has been a while.
0: And what they do as well is, like for instance, when they sold, um, Pogba, they won't release him until they've replaced him. Yep. So, and they make sure they've got their business done, and then they sell their players. Yeah, and which is no, another good another good business
1: model, though because yeah. you know what I mean. Obviously, there, I mean, there's no player there which is which is worth more than the team. You know what I mean? The team's important, the squad's important, progression is and moving forwards important, and you know what I mean. That the, what did they get? They bought Pogba for minimal money, sold him for what just under 100 million quid, and you know what yeah. I mean? They've it's just 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 ridiculous. It's just you know what I mean. And the, some of the players that are bringing in on free transfers is just. It's Just phenomenal, you know what I mean. So, they're obviously doing something massively right at that football club, and you know, what I mean, obviously, there must be loads of clubs around the world who are so jealous of what they do because it's just uh, it's ridiculous.
0: This squad is ludicrous. They got like Delit, uh, Bonici, Cellini, Sandro, Danilo, so say it's a back five, then they got yeah. Can, uh, Pianic, Pianic, Pianic Can Ramsey,
1: yeah.
0: uh, Rabiot, uh, Matridi. Cadeira, Ronaldo, Douglas Costa, Quadrado, Dybala, Manchuk, Neymar, yeah. it's, it's, it's never ending. You can only pick play 11
1: players, you can only play you can only play 11 players. You can only have you can only have three subs coming on the pitch. It's just you know, what I mean, you can only pick 25 players for a Champions League squad, you know what I mean? So you're going to have international world-class players not even in your squad and it's such mm. a it's just, it must be it must be a it, 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 it must be easy to um, it must be easy to pick a pick a reserve team at that football club because uh, you bet they must have the best reserve team in the world.
0: Yeah, be interesting it? Yeah, to it see be, what the reserve team is. Um, yeah. So last couple then, uh, I saw read today that Southgate is monitoring uh, Nottingham Forest midfielder Brennan Johnson, who made his debut for Wales in twenty five of uh, twenty ones. Yes. Uh, yeah, on on against Southgate, time to leave him alone. Yeah, well,
1: I I do find this I do find this very strange though because obviously you know what I mean. It's uh, the boys obviously chose chose to play for Wales. You know what I mean. Obviously, the rules the rules have obviously changed over the years, and I'm not a big fan of the of the of the change. You know what I mean. Nowadays, you can live in a country for so many years and be able to change alliance. You can play for a country at a certain level and then go and play for. Um, the full squad, it's just a joke, you know. What I mean, once you decide to play for a country at whatever level, if that's 21 or full squad, you're there, you've decided then. You've decided once you put that shirt on and you sing the national anthem, you've decided to play for that country for the rest of your footballing career or sporting life. And whatever decision you make is the right decision. You start changing like alliances and the Declan Rice's of this world who. Went to Ireland and then came back to England. You're probably not going to come across a more broad uh, Cockney person than Declan Rice to go and play for Ireland and then come back to play for England. I just think it's a bit of a joke, and you know what I mean. I'm I'm English. I could have had I had an opportunity to play for Scotland uh, through grandparents and stuff, but I, I wanted to stick it out and, and give it a go with England. It didn't work out. That I got a full squad and got placed in the full squad and in, in, in for England, but I could have played for Scotland in the full squad, but. I wanted to do it right. I was born in England. My mum and dad were English. You know what I mean? I'm a proud Englishman and I wanted to do it right and, and, and that's what I thought and that's, that were my, my own personal beliefs and I don't. And my beliefs haven't changed now when I see people doing it now and, and changing alliances, and, and I don't get it because you've got a footballer here who has an opportunity to go and progress his international career with Wales um, or sit uh, in the odd... Friendly squad Playing for England At best At the minute So yeah. I don't I don't get I don't, It's a no-brainer It's an absolute
0: No-brainer for me No-brainer well, If it's I was nice. gigged it was, I'd cap him I would cap him Straight away Next yeah. competitive game I would have him And I'd just bring him on As a sub And I'll tell you what He's a hell of a player He's yeah. Yeah, I watched some of the end of 21's game The other day Which he played in And he was outstanding Absolute yeah. Rolls Royce Of a player yeah. I really like him but Si, it's, the, yes.
1: it's, a, it's a whole other argument, you know what I mean? I, when people say to me about it's disappointing that England haven't won a World Cup or a European Championships and I say, yeah, well, we, we struggle with no left winger. And if we just had Ryan Giggs, you know what I mean? If we it just was. had Ryan Giggs and he's Welsh, but he went to an English school and he had an opportunity to play for England, load of rubbish. He's Welsh, he played for, he played for Wales. It's, it's that simple, you know what I mean? That We didn't have a left winger because at the time in that era of... Frank Lampard to Steven Gerrard, and one of them played out of position. It's just it was still good enough to win the World Cup. he just didn't win it. It's just it's just one of those things. You Just get on with it. I'm not gonna I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna cry about it. You know what I mean? That Ryan Giggs scored goals for his country. He was the one of the best players his national the national team seen at the time when he was beating players and setting goals up for Ian Rush and and Mark Hughes and and why should he go and play for a country that has no
0: affiliation to him at all apart from.
1: I think it was his dad's side or or, or his grandpa's
0: side. There's there's, there's photos of him in an England shirt, but it's because he, they moved, obviously I spoke to his brother, didn't I, with the podcast. They moved to, um, they moved to England at quite a young age. Like the boys were quite young because they, like dad played rugby. Yeah. uh, Rugby league. So they moved to England and of course, Ryan went to school in England yeah, so he so, played in the English schools. Yeah. So that's how yeah. And yeah. so that's the only reason he was in an English jersey. It's not because yeah. he chose to play for England or he was selected for England. It's the English schools team. Yeah, it wasn't an England national team. It was a if yeah. he'd have went to school in Wales,
1: he'd have played for the Welsh if he'd if he have went to school in Scotland, he'd have played for Scotland. It's just yeah. it's just ludicrous what people what people start to think and you know what I mean, just just there's gotta be there's gotta be a line John... John drawn underneath it for me because it's just I think it's never ended. it's going to be never ended.
0: Yeah, I think once a player plays for the under-21s I think that's a choice Yeah, I I think 100%, 100% Underneath that, they're still classed as kids, so I think you can give them the benefit of the doubt that maybe they made the wrong decision or they were talked into it by a family member or whatever, but once you're under-21s you're, you're an adult yeah, and, and I still do, I still don't even think factor. so. I
1: still don't even think it's got to be a competitive game because even a yeah, even, no, a, even you know. a even a friendly, you know what I mean, is a competitive game because you're you're playing it like it's, it's you you know you're you're stood there in the line singing the West, the Welsh national anthem or the English national anthem when you're looking at that flag and you're singing away to that to that song, you, you've you've bought into that straight away. And when you buy into it, you know what I mean. It's, you've you've decided for me because if you want to hold out and wait for the England under twenty one call, hold out and wait out for it because it'll probably come. You know what I mean? It's just it might come two years down the line or you know what I mean or when you when you're twenty just just under. But if you if you're good enough now, you're old enough to go and play. And if uh, if somebody's selected him to
0: go to go and play for the under twenty ones, then so be it. Good luck to him. Indeed. Um, so I was going to talk to you about some free agents because there's some unbelievable names who still haven't got clubs. Um but I think I'm gonna leave that for another show. Okay. Uh I think should we do? No, I'll gone actually we'll talk about it quickly. Um so obviously I was in hoping the Cardiff are gonna pick up Joe Ladley because he has yeah. got a lot club available on free and yeah. they could do with an experienced holding midfielder. They still haven't, and it looks like Warner has kind of distanced himself from it a bit. So I was thinking today, I I thought, I wonder who else is on, you know, available on free. Um, So I got the letter, brought the whole list up. But these are just some of the the sort of names that immediately jumped out to me Ledley, Ben Arthur, uh, Wilfred Bonnie, Danny Simpson, uh, Marquisio, Contral, Lewis Holtby, Gary Hooper, and Jack Rodwell. Well, Um, you know. There's loads and loads of more, but yeah. you know, well, just for those, Danny Simpson was an integral part of the Leicester squad that won the Premier League. When he won the years. Premier League,
1: yeah. I, th- I, th- I, think, I think your problem you've got now, Sai, is 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 money, that people are expecting uh, wages at a certain level and teams can't comply to that, so people don't drop down to... Or people think that they're better than what they are. You know what I mean? I, I look at Danny Simpson, for example. You know what I mean? That... I I'd be disappointed that a team like I know I know he's played for Newcastle United before, but Newcastle United should snap his hands off because he'd yeah. play week in, week out, he'd be on good money, you know what I mean? He obviously he'd look at it and think that they're potentially gonna struggle um down the bottom of the league, which which is uh, obviously opinions. A West Ham United, you know what I mean, a team that gets promoted, you know what I mean, he's gonna get he's gonna get paid a lot of money. Everton. Ben Arthur. and yeah, Everton. Uh, ben Arthur, you know what I mean? He's technically, you know, I mean one of one of the best French players currently on, on, on their, on their books. So how on earth he can't get himself a football club is beyond me because every, Everton, Tottenham Hotspur, you know what I mean, who, 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 in Europe who, who potentially play more games than anyone. You've got FA Cup, Carling Cup, you've got all these games and, and I just I just don't understand how, how teams... It's not even a risk because it's free transfers. All you do is pay the lads wages and, and if you put them on a non-contract or pay as you play because if the, if these kind of players aren't, aren't sure if they want to want to stay until they find themselves a a different club then you know i mean you're not losing anything so i just i just it's a very very strange very strange situation
0: well you look at some of the players who've come to the championship this year like foreign players who've come over um look, if i was Cardiff, if i'd be asking jack rodwell if he wants to sign on a page of play deal because yeah. Uh, you know, a couple of years ago, he was being linked uh, with Man United as the fix for their midfield to, you know, to replace Roy Keynes like who had left yeah. a couple of years before.
1: Yeah, his legacy, yeah. So he's obviously
0: got ability. Yeah, um, he has. You know, and he he played for England as well, I think, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did. He's got a cap. Yeah, and I just,
1: I, I, I it, you can't put your finger on things like that. You know, I mean, I don't think that documentary with Sunderland helped Jack Rodwell. You know what I mean? I think his attitude came across a little bit poorer. Um, mm. But he got himself a move last year. He played. He played for Blackburn Rovers last year. Uh, he played against Middlesbrough for one of the games that was on Sky, and I watched it. and He was the best player in the park by a country mile. He played centre half, normally a centre fielder He was comfortable on the ball. He was stopping Middlesbrough playing. He was. He just. He just. He just made it a. He made it a horrible game for Middlesbrough centre forwards. And I just find it very strange that teams don't take a well don't take a punt on,
0: Page player because what what have they got to lose? You've got nothing to lose at all. Yeah, I mean, you know, Wilfred Bonnie scored goals everywhere he's gone. Really, yeah, exactly. As a free transfer side as well, you can
1: probably, like a Cardiff City, for example, who still got the Premier League money coming in. It's all it is his wages, and do you know what I mean? And yeah. it's even if it's a, a, a six a six month contract, you know what I mean? It's it's maybe a couple of million quid, but it's it's a couple of million quid well spent because it might it might get you forty million pound to get in the Premier League and. It's you got to speculate sometimes to accumulate, and yeah. you know what I mean. It's a it's a business decision, and you know what I mean. And but if you you, you have got to think of uh, what are these agents doing with these kind of players, and why aren't they getting them? Why aren't they getting their clients? Football clubs, and um, what's the stumbling block, or what's the what's the decision behind them not working? Because if you worked in a shop, you wouldn't not work it just doesn't make sense yeah. to me you know what I mean these these players are footballers they want to go and play football on a Saturday afternoon what are they doing on the Saturday what's what's so important and so more interesting than, than playing football in front, in front of 20, 30, 40, 50 60,000 people because you know what I mean I, there's people who would give the left leg to uh, to be back out on the pitch and you know what I mean I, I would love it I would absolutely love to be playing back in front
0: of a crowd like that week in week out and you know what I mean yeah, to, not able, right. to not be able to do it it's criminal yeah, and the thing is now is we're not in July, so they're not like they're waiting to see who comes in and, no. you know, edging their bets a bit. Yeah. You know, we're in September now, yeah. so they've had their offers. If they haven't had offers, they, their agents should be actively approaching clubs. Yes, yeah. 100 You know, yeah. Jack Rodwell needs a club. He wants yeah. to come to you, mm. blah, blah, blah. And mm. what was really sad, mate, looking at this list, some of these big some of those big names they're not that old you no. know like obviously you have got like Marquizio is you know he's coming to the end of his career but like Fabio Quantrao is you know he's played for Real Madrid a couple of years ago Yeah, as a club hmm. uh Danny Simpson won the Premier League a couple of years ago. Yeah. Jack Rodwell was linked with Man United. Barney was playing for Man Man City for a bit. Man City, yeah yeah and the Jacks. Ben Ask Arthel- but yeah. Arthel- he was in the French squad a couple of months yeah, ago. Yeah, on Newcastle United,
1: Paris Saint-Germain. He's he's had, he's, had a, he's had a great couple of years. So, to not to not have a club now is just is ridiculous. But, like, uh, bigger picture, you know, if if they do get themselves a football club, well, they're not going to be fit enough. You know what I mean? Cause they haven't played any games. Like you said, you know what I mean? If they found themselves a club in July, they've they've got all pre-season, they get fit, play some pre-season games, get themselves in good shape. They go and sign for a, a football club t- today. Y- y- you're not going to play for another, what, three, four, five weeks until you match fit. So... I honestly don't get what these agents are thinking of. They're killing the clients, you know what I mean? Because they're probably waiting for the most money that they're going to get for
0: themselves. and It's just a really selfish thing, selfish way to look at it. And do you think as well, with some of these boys, who are like, like mid-20s, they got more money than they can ever spend, and maybe they do lose that motivation, and maybe they do just think, you know what? I don't want to get up and train every day. And yeah. I'm just gonna enjoy my life, enjoy my money. I, well,
1: you know, but, um, but, well people say so, don't they now? You know what I mean? With all the money what's it there's there's more to life than football, you know what I mean? Because there's there's they've got like a life outside of football. You know what I mean? When when we played it was there was football was the only thing that you that you, that you did. You, there was nothing that, that, that went with football, it was it was football and nothing, you know what I mean? It wasn't you know what I mean? It certainly wasn't the money what was what was available now and it's um Good luck to them. You know what I mean. But you know what I mean. There's no, there's no better buzz than than walking out with, you know what I mean, at Ninian Park with twenty thousand passionate Welsh people screaming. You know what I mean. It's just nothing better. You know what I mean. And Danny Simpson to win the Premier League. What can, What? 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 buzz? What, what? bigger buzz can he get than, than that? I, don't, I just. I don't yeah. get it. You know what I mean? If he doesn't. If he doesn't look at his at his league winners medal and think I want to go and play football again. Sod me agents. I'm gonna go and get. I'm gonna go and bring a football club up or knock on someone's door or talk to a manager or, or 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 a chairman. You know what I mean. He needs to be back playing again because you know there's there's no better buzz and no better feeling than playing football. And you know what I mean. If it's different, if you, if if there's a health issue and there's there's something behind why they're not playing, but you know what I mean. There's no way in the world all those lads are unlucky enough to not be to not want be able to play again.
0: No way. No way. Yes, me. The last thing I'll say on that is like, if that is the reason the these players haven't got a squad, that they've, you know, they've basically they've got enough money and they can't motivate themselves to to do it at the top level or whatever, however you want to sort of phrase it. My opinion is that in ten years' time, when they're too old to do it, and they've had enough of spending money and going on all day and doing, you know, whatever they're doing, they'll regret it. Then yeah, they will. Yeah, football, football careers, you know, it's a pretty short career. Yeah, yeah. And you've only, and especially at the very top level, yeah. you know, it's it's not something you can do forever and ever, um, and it, it maybe feels like some of those some of those guys are wasting their time for whatever reason. They, you know, I don't know their reasons, but they they haven't got a club. No, no, and no. there's a lot of clubs in the world. Hmm. It's just a shame because it's just a waste of talent. It's a
1: waste of talent because yeah. you know I mean we we yeah, wanna watch the talent, we want to watch the best footballers at the best at the best stage and have the best players possible on our pitches week in, week out as as, as a football supporter and you know what I mean you just named you just named some there and that, and that that's a full team. A full team of players which which you could you could build a team around and it's just it's just it's it's heartbreaking. You know what I mean? You want these players should wanna play and you know what I mean it was, uh, I'd, I'd be when I didn't when I didn't get picked in the squad or get picked in the, in the 11 I'd be gutted so not, to not to not be doing it and to not be getting paid for something that you love doing anyway
0: it's just ah it's ridiculous ridiculous you'd be shouting at Dave Jones you would wouldn't you to you right I would to right <laughs> I would <laughs> okay alright let's finish off with uh, some questions and answers <laughs> Okay, first question: What happened to your eye? <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Saturday, um, played for me over 40s team, and um, believe it or not, got poked in the eye. You know, i would never been poked in the eye before. You know, what I mean, it was a complete accident. Um, but um, the lad was having to go at the referee after a, a little bit of a naughty tackle by myself, and uh, turned around, poked me in the eye, and uh, all bloodshot. Um, got a couple of scratches on me. Uh, on my eyeball and it's yeah, no, it's not a nice not a nice thing. Quite scary for the kids out school, so it's quite nice. Quite nice. I look hard. I look hard for once in my life.
0: That's it. Uh so uh your friend Robin Davidson asked uh what's it like playing with your brother Neil after all these years in the uh, in the over forties league and how many ex pros play in it?
1: Uh, the first part well this is the first time I've ever played with my brother you know what I mean my brother was a professional footballer before I was he played for York South End Scarborough uh, Doncaster Rovers and uh, to be able to play with him now is, is is a dream because I've always wanted to it's just it's never been possible to do it cause for, for for whatever reason so to be able to do it now has been great and um, and it's nice it's, it's, uh, it's really good uh, second part uh, there's loads we played a team from Newcastle on Saturday and they had uh, they had about four or five uh, we have two me and my brother in our team and uh, we ran them close we got B3 two, but it's over 40's football is great because it's a lot slower but you can you get loads of passes you get loads of uh, loads of time with the ball a little bit um, and you can pick your passes out so you know what I mean it's it's nice and uh, it's just it just keeps your eye and it just keeps you fit and just keeps you healthy and it's just, uh, it's just a pl- another platform for players who want to play football and who've got a passion for football, and you know what I mean, I, I'm not ready to go walk around the shops every Saturday afternoon instead of uh, instead of playing football. So I'd, uh, I'd, uh, I'm hoping that the uh, they the keep this league and and over 50s plus leagues going for, for the future.
0: Yeah, I don't want to be walking around shops. Obviously. No, I can't handle I it, mate. I can't handle it. It's far too stressful. Yeah, um, next one was: uh, What's the funniest thing you've ever seen in all your years of football? Uh, and any funny stories from around uh, around behind the scenes that maybe fans haven't heard before? Um,
1: uh, I've got a really good one. Uh, Paul Gascoigne. So, we, uh, a lot of people, well, people might have heard it, Middlesbrough fans probably especially might have heard it. That um, we were all on the bus ready to leave for an away game, um, and Paul Gascoigne decided to steal the team bus. Um, drove it out of the the brand new training ground, and at the time the brand new training ground was really really narrow uh, roads. Um, he crashed it into about, I uh, crashed it into probably every wall possible. Uh, wrote the bus off. Um, Jesus and, Christ, yeah, it was, uh, it was it was it was really <laughs> funny. It was really really funny at the time, and then you realise that um, the seriousness of it that. Obviously, yeah, what, what went with it because the bus driver ended up losing his job and oh, no way because he left his keys in, but he left his keys in every Friday. It's just this this Saturday, yeah. uh, this Friday, Friday afternoon that Gaza thought he would uh he would steal the bus,
0: which yeah, it wasn't uh, <laughs> oh, it wasn't great, yeah, that, it wasn't uh... That took the edge off the story, wasn't it? The guy lost his job, yeah, it was well,
1: funny, yeah, funnier. it was still quite funny, but it's, 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 it's still safe for him. But no, I think everything revolves around people like Paul Gascoigne. You know what I mean? You you've got an era of when football wasn't as serious, and you know what I mean. I remember, I remember, I remember going to the training ground one day at Middlesbrough, uh, and at the time, Paul Gascoigne lived with Andy Townsend. He lived with Paul Merson, which is straight away is a is a is a bad combination. You know what I mean? And I remember there were uh, there were, you know, what I mean, I got there at what quarter past nine, and they were they were already downstairs on the training pitch with Chris Evans Jimmy Five Bellies, and they were um, they were recording um, a TGI Friday's five-a-side competition and they were all doing naked football and I just I just couldn't believe what I was watching I was just like this is this is my football club you're my heroes you're my you know what I mean you're my dad's hero and you're, you're down there with uh, with no clothes on playing football and it was just it was just like the, the, the <laughs> maddest thing I think I've ever seen in my life but always uh, always good for a laugh and then and then just comes up like he's done nothing wrong because he's just a big kid which yeah, yeah it's just it's just fabulous that's uh-huh. great lovely
0: so uh, next one is um do you keep in touch with any of the players from Borough from the squad which had the likes of uh, Juni, Juninho in and Cole because I think you just came into the squad then didn't you Yeah boys. I
1: I speak to uh I speak to people um all the time, mainly younger players. So Steve Baker used to play for Republic of Ireland. Man, Max, Steve, McManaman out of the game when we played them in the Carling Cup. Mark Summerbell, same thing, young boy. Um, on on social media and things, I I, I still speak to Jan Fjortov and, and things. i are quite close to people on on social media, so it's always nice to to reminisce about the the good old days because. You know what I mean? The the likes of Janino and the Emerson's and the Ravinelli's and the Boxishers and the Festers and these kind of players that we, we were lucky enough to, to have on our on our football pitch in our stadium. You know what I mean? Yeah. That I just we just all felt like uh like to, we all played the lucky part and and uh you know what I mean those times uh they'll never come back, unfortunately, I don't think. You know what I mean? Because it's just it's just that kind of era, you know what I mean? That that the football we've probably missed that boat a little bit and uh, Um but yeah, I just uh, it's just great to be great to be part, and it's always nice to reminisce. We always have uh, get-togethers for, uh, for for the old teams at, back at back at the Riverside uh, reunion times, where we we do question and answers and things, and it's uh, it's it's
0: always a good turnout for the players and fans to be fair. you all love it. Cool, that sounds quite cool. Yeah, um, I tweeted uh, Jan uh, I got uh a couple of times about coming on the podcast, and he actually he said. Be fair to him. He replied both times. He said he will come on. Yeah, he's just changed. got to try and find the time. Like, yeah, especially with the Champions League. I know he does a lot with his own company over the Champions League, and I know, you know, what I mean, I think
1: he he spoke to you, didn't he, when the draw was when the draw was imminent for Monaco, and yeah, yeah. Uh, and obviously that was the busiest time. You know, what I mean, I think he was busy for all three days, solid, and you know, what I mean, he does all the games. He does like the Tuesdays and the Wednesdays, and. You know, what I mean, obviously keeps in touch with German football, English football, Premier League football, Middlesbrough, all his old clubs, and it's uh, you know, he's got a busy old, uh, a busy old time, yeah. busy old job.
0: Yeah, so uh, I'm. Oh, hopefully one day he'll be able to spare me, uh, spare me an hour. Yeah, that would be quite cool. He's a top man. And uh, uh, last couple of questions, which were about Roy Keane. Uh, so the first one was, uh, was Roy Keane bang out of order again? In his
1: criticism of Fergie, um, I've watched um, every second of that tw- of that of that interview, and I just thought um, I thought it was surreal. I thought it was it really interesting, really intriguing. I was uh, I love Gary Neville's face. Gary Neville's face. Yeah, for I thought for the whole for interview. So did I, because I don't think he knew really what was what was happening, and I don't think he was there under uh, under the pretences where he thought. Oh, oh, he certainly wasn't comfortable. Um, yeah. You know, what I mean, Roy don't no, like he was is, expecting it, was he? No, Roy Keane's—he's just in a world of his own at times, and 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 he's just very honest. Probably he's too honest, and uh, and probably some stories which uh, which are told don't need to be told and don't need to be told yeah. again. I, I, I said, you know, I mean, there's things that happen in the changing room, um, which should stay in the changing room, um, and you know, I mean, to come out publicly in a public forum to do it. If he's listen, if Roy Keane wants to sell a book and. And puts that story in a book to, to to sell a book. I probably got no no qualms in him doing it, but in a in a public forum like it like like it was, I think you know what I mean because it was it, it became a little bit of a joke that people were laughing probably uncomfortably at some of the things what what were being said. Yeah. But it just became a little bit of a joke, and you know what I mean. I, you know what I mean. He was. He's talking about one of the most of the most successful managers in British football and you know what I mean I do find that that was a little bit disrespectful and you know what I mean the class of ninety two with all those all those young players and who all looked up to Roy. Um I just thought it was a little bit disrespectful and you know what I mean he's he's very uh forward with Roy in, in what he does. I played against him, I spoke to him, uh, I respect him. I think he was a cracking player. Um but I do think he was out of order, yeah. Talking about players and talking about um, the manager you know I mean the way he was because things get said in changing rooms in interviews uh, get misinterpreted as well um, but
0: you know I mean to come back out and make, it, make a joke of it I think was a little bit out of order Yeah it didn't need to be dragged up again did it really and I think I funny, funny enough um, I don't read a lot of uh, like football or biographies because I feel a bit like they're quite a lot the same Yeah um, but I have read Roy Keane's book and I've read one of Fergie's early books, and they're so similar in their yeah. their, their personalities and the way they think things should be done. Um, you but know, I, think that's the clash, I think that's
1: why the clash. I think that's why the clash. Because you know what I mean. they both had similar ideas, but there's only one person in charge, and unfortunately, however we try to um, make this look, there's one manager at Man United, and that manager's always going to win, and regardless how. And what Roy Keane wanted to achieve from his time at Man United, Alex Ferguson was never going to give in to him. Didn't give in to Yapstam. Didn't, didn't give in, in to David to, Beckham. Didn't give in to Rand Van Nistelrooy. He's certainly not going to give in to Roy Keane because he's, he, he was consistent across the board. Uh, and and I'm not saying you've got to be a yes man. I'm not saying you've got to just give in to people. But you can have your opinion, but it's how you bring it across and, and how you do it. And, and when you do it... In, uh, in interviews, and you do it in public forums, and you do it in things it's just you know what i mean that yeah, I think there's a question what got asked to him of, of, of would you speak to him and and he said no uh, and with how ill Sir Alex has been, I just think it's a little bit disrespectful because yeah. the, the the poor fellow could have lost his life with what happened with his brain, and I just think you know what i mean you've got to show a little bit of respect because it was Roy, it was it was Sir Alex who brought Roy to English football uh to Man United yeah. sorry and it was Sir Alex who gave him an opportunity to be one of the best midfielders in the world, and if it wasn't for Sir Alex Ferguson, would Roy Keane have been the best player, one of the best midfielders in the yeah. world? No, he Could wouldn't have been. You've got to look at the bigger picture, and the bigger picture for me is the respect, and you've got to respect him for what he did for you, and you know what I mean? you might have had a fallout in the end, but the respect is that he brought me here, and gave me a platform to play, stuck me with all these other world-class players, and Future England internationals and 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 things and and he won trophies because they were both winners, both winners in the in the in the, in the right and you know respect respects given
0: and respects earned and if Roy came wants respect given back to him he's got to he's got to give it out as well. Yeah, indeed, absolutely. And the second uh, second question about Roy was uh, why hasn't he made a good manager as he seems to have all the tools. As I just said, he's very similar uh, in his, how he comes across in his books uh, to Fergie. Yeah, so that's, that's, had... it's a massive,
1: massive shock for me that because he's obviously tried. He's tried at Sunderland. He's tried at Ipswich. Um, he's now gone, obviously, in, 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 into being a number two with uh, with Martin O'Neill and things, and and gone down that route, and obviously tried to learn. Maybe he's a, a different a different way and a different avenue before having another crack at it. and i hope he succeeds because um i would like to see i would like to to, to see him given another chance. he's a winner everyone wants to see a winner. his interviews are always electric after a game his pre match conferences were, were were fantastic he he loses a plot on the touchline he's passionate you know what i mean so i i, I would love to see him given another opportunity and I, and i would and I certainly back him and, and be excited to see it happening because you know, what I mean, I would. I, I think he's still got more to give, and uh, and I'm, it's a shock to me why he hasn't been a success because uh, he's worked with Brian Clough, he's worked with Sir Alex Ferguson, he's worked with um, foreign managers, Trapattoni, uh, Islands, he's worked with uh, Martin O'Neill, so he's worked with some excellent coaches, managers, assistant managers, Steve McLaren, um, etc. You know what I mean? Some excellent world-class footballers, so. I think it probably will be one of the, his biggest regrets that he's not succeeded as a manager as yet.
0: Yeah, well, when he came in Sunderland, he won something like 20 games on the banks. Yeah, he did great. He just took him from bottom to top, didn't he? Yeah, yeah it just didn't happen after that. Yeah, it's a weird one. Maybe he's a bit too forthright and uh, a bit too honest for. Today's player, I wonder. Yeah, but I think maybe if he was a manager, like when you were a player, I wonder whether he would have had a bit more success. Whereas now, possibly, you know, a lot of these players, they get everything done for them. Like the young players, they get everything done for them. They got loads of money, and I just think it's almost like you can't even shout at them if they're not doing their job properly or. Yeah, well, maybe get the hair
1: dryer maybe, out, can you? Maybe, maybe, it's, maybe that's quite a big a big bugbear for Roy that, you know what I mean. He sees he sees all um, all the money what people are what the players are earning and, and and they can't motivate themselves. Where you know what I mean? He was earning a ridiculous amount of money when, he, when he when he played, but he could always motivate himself to yeah. be uh, to be the best player that he wanted to be. And maybe maybe that's maybe that's the maybe that's the big big picture.
0: Yeah. Could be. He's one of the most unselfish players uh, I ever watched actually. From a yeah. team point of view. Yeah. Saw him sacrifice himself many a time. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. that's uh, that's today's show. And, uh, yeah, just a little bit different because we didn't have the championship games to discuss. Thank you for joining me, mate. My pleasure, Matt. Enjoyed it. And, uh, you can find Andy on Twitter at AndyCampbell32. You can find us on Twitter at AceCast underscore Nation and Facebook.com slash AceCastNation. Uh, youtube.com ace podcast nation for the video versions and audio versions at all the usual podcasting platforms thanks for joining us thanks for listening, thanks for watching and uh, we'll see you next Wednesday for the championship review when the games are back hopefully cheers see you sir. Podcast Network.